Inspiration. When it comes to vision, is inspiration the cause or the effect? Do you have a vision because you're inspired by something? Or does having a vision inspire you to do something? Yes. Yes is the answer. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I've been doing a six-week series for AM360 Radio on vision, where we're actually breaking down what it means to establish a vision and kind of walking through some of the really critical and important questions in developing your vision. Now, a lot of people do a vision statement and it's a matter of minutes. It's a very short exercise and maybe they'll refine the statement several times, but really when they're done, it sounds like a goal assessment. It sounds like they've established some goals and, and that's pretty much it. I, here's the, a simplified way that I've found to explain vision. And then I wanna to talk to you mostly today about inspiration. But if I said to you, we're gonna have deer for dinner and I stop right there. My vision is to feed you deer for dinner. Oh, what might be going through your head is a picture of Bambi bouncing through the woods and, and Thumper and, and Thumper's mother sitting alongside them. Or was it Bambi's mother? If you can't say something nice, don't say, I don't remember who it was. But if, if the picture in your mind when I say we're going to have deer for dinner is the picture of the little fluffy deer bouncing through the woods, your concept of dinner and mine are not the same because you're stuck on deer, not dinner. If on the other hand, I said, I'm going to serve you a venison steak, nice, thick, juicy venison steak cooked in some garlic and some butter with some very special and unique seasonings on it. Right next to that will be some corn succotash and some roasted red potatoes. You know, the kind that are, they're cut in half and then they're sauteed in the olive oil and a little rosemary and a little salt and pepper, and then roasted in the oven to the outside is just almost crispy, but the inside is flakery, flaky like flour. That's what I'm gonna serve you for dinner. Now, you have a completely different picture of what dinner is, even though deer is still the primary staple of the dinner, because the vision that I've given you is more descriptive. It's more detailed. It's more visual than just saying deer. When I work with people on vision, often we find that <clears throat> their vision statement, again, it's marching orders. It, it, it's how are we gonna get this done? It might even include who's gonna be involved in it, but what it doesn't include is a picture of the finished process. So when we talk about inspiration, I, I want you to picture the completed process. Who is it that your heart is broken for? What is it that you're going to provide for them or do for them? What service or solution do you provide for them? When I looked up inspiration, one of the things that it said was a feeling of enthusiasm for someone or something. And that if that someone or something becomes the topic of a book or an action or a, a work of art, then they are either the model of it or they are the emotion behind it. Now that's pretty powerful. If, you're, if your vision is for the homeless or your vision is for, for pregnant teens or your vision is for unwed mothers or your vision is for young men who have no fathers in the home, you have a picture not only of the person who's suffering and needs your help, but you have a picture of what life will look like after you've helped them. You have a pretty good idea in your head how you'll walk through that process of the things that you'll talk to them about, the things that you'll deliver for them, the services that you'll provide for them. 
I've worked with organizations from the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation to the American Cancer Society to We Are Cherished, who helps young women who've been in the sex trade come out and, and begin a flourishing life. There's all kinds of details about the gifts and the mentoring and the relationships and the conversations and the, the tragedies that have to be overcome and the triumphs that will come. And all of those are very important along the way. But all of those are like saying deer. Because at some point, if you're going to have deer, you're going to have to shoot one. And if you don't have the guts to kill one, then you're going to have to find a place to buy one. And that's not a common thing. But if, if you can kill it, now you got to skin it. you got to actually pull the fur off and pull the guts out and separate the meat from the bones and cut it into fillets, whether it's a backstrap or a shoulder roast or whatever it is. Then once you've got it cut into a chunk of meat that you can put on the grill or in the oven, then you're ready to go and, and you can begin the process of dinner. But if you sell someone the idea of the hunt, you have a different person. Then if you sell someone the idea of grinding the sausage or, or cutting the meat or pulling the guts out. And each step along the way, there's another set of processes. And each step along the way, there's a different group of people or type of people who are going to be engaged in that. But it's really easy to sell the sizzle if you can paint the picture of it. The vision that drives your life, the vision that inspires you to do what you do, should be inspired in you by someone that you long to help, inspired by the help that you'll provide them, and not just the processes along the way. No, it should be inspired by what the end result will look like for them when you've helped them, when you've actually made an impact in their life, when you've changed the direction of their life, when you've given them hope where they didn't have any. If you can paint that picture, It'll be a whole lot easier to get people on board to help you with your vision. People who want to financially contribute, people who want to volunteer their time, people who will give up their resources to see your vision come to, come to pass. Because you will also have created in them a vibrational resonance, something in their energy level, in their own emotion that says, oh man, that is so awesome. I have to be a part of that. See, here's what happens for a lot of people. They share their vision, but they haven't quite got that click where the inspiration and the emotion are so intense that magnetically it draws other people around. And so what happens is they share their story or they share their vision or they, they share their idea for the process and, and how they will get someone through this process from point A to point B. And others immediately think, well, I could do that better. Now they may or may not tell them that, that, that they're going to compete with them, but if they're inspired by your vision, but only in the process, not the completed role. Chances are they're gonna compete with you because somewhere along the way they believe they can do it better. It's when you get everyone to resonate with you to go, oh, let me contribute to your vision. I love the way you see it completed and I wanna see it completed as well. If you'll take the time to get emotionally invested in your vision and be able to descriptively draw out in your mind's eye what the finished process of your vision will look like so well that an artist, a sketch artist, can actually draw it out, you will see that it not only draws a deeper emotion in you, but it draws an emotional resonance in the people around you, and more people will jump on the bandwagon to help you complete your vision. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. 
Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.